Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. You thought that we would never come back and yet here we are. Yeah, you thought last episode was the last episode because of how we told you it was the last episode. But we lied and we're back and we're better than ever. We're here forever. Don't forget. Wait, what are we not forgetting? Nick, 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 Nick. Have I made that rookie error again? This oh. is JoJo's World, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast where we... Recap and discuss Jojo's Bizarre Adventure by Hirohiko Araki. Praise be to the almighty Araki. The only anime worth watching. It kind of is, isn't it? <laughs> like, when you boil it down, there's only so many animes that you can watch, and this is the one. This is the one. If I had to only watch one, it would be this. It's just perfect. Or Revolutionary Girl Lutana, <laughs> which is also good. Or maybe Trigun, which is the best anime. I haven't seen it. Oh. Nick, they're making a new Trigun. Hmm. What do you think? Well, I haven't watched it yet. Okay, are you because... saving it for the podcast? No, no, I just want to like... Will you save it for the podcast? I mean, absolutely not. You I'm can... waiting for all the episodes to come out. Okay. And then, You'll bam. watch them all in one day. Exactly. I was thinking the other day, Nick, between... Uh, did we talk about this last episode? Maybe. I don't know. Between Stone Ocean, Utena, and Bubblegum Crisis, mm-hmm. um, in the last hiatus, we were really in kind of our girl power era. And I'm intrigued to see what our next era is going to be after we wrap up Stone Ocean. Well, it's very awkward if we transition to manpower, because <laughs> that's just cars. Like, we just do car anime. Or horses. Well, I was thinking, you know, uh, of course, famously, Steel Ball Run is a, uh, is a Western uh, anime. Ooh. So we could, you know, we could do Trigun, we could do Cowboy Bebop, we Hell could do yeah. the Wild other West ones era. that probably exist that I don't know about. There's probably got to be about a million Wild West animes yeah. that we don't know. And they're all isekais. Uh, or like some no, weird No, all, isek- all isekais are JRPG knockoffs. No, not all of them. Okay, maybe... I'm trying to think of one that isn't a JRPG And also, knockoff. none of them are worth watching. Bold stance, but I stand by it. <gasps> wow, okay, alright. That's bold. I don't like it. Can you countermand me, Nick? Defeat me with facts and logic? Is there an isekai worth watching? I would say there might be, but I just don't know about one or care. Speaking about not knowing or caring, did you know that we have a new patron? No, what's that? Well, our patreon.com slash Jojo's World is really kicking off lately as we are mid-season on part six. The people love it when we do Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and don't really care when we do other things. <laughs> Literally, if we do 40 minutes of rambling, then followed by five minutes of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, the people are like, mm, they get it. Molto bene. They're just like, ah, de molto. That's a delicious pasta. That is a great uh, fettuccine carbonara delivered right into their veins. You the knocky knocky boys are here to party. They really want that spaghetti bolognese, which the Italians definitely made. Oh, what's the what's the one that's uh it's spaghetti but just with butter that's like really popular in America? The, the you know the the one that you you just put the you put the butter in and then you melt the butter and then you put the spaghetti in. I'm just gonna say the words buttered noodles and assume that's <laughs> what you're talking about. So anyway, we have a new patron. No, we do. The devil, you say? I say it with pride. Five in my dollars voice. a month from the devil. Y- Okay, I don't want to call him the devil, but certainly a devil, that's for sure. In a very Dungeons and Dragons... Devilishly handsome. A real avernus plane of hell style. This guy. This fucking guy. You know what? Devil. 
if you know what I'm saying. I don't. Well, guess what? Promotional consideration for this episode was furnished by Dungeons and Dragons, apparently. Nick's not looping me into these kickbacks. Oh, God, no. Let me tell you about the OGL. Or not, because I'm going to tell you about our newest patron, S. Parks. S. Parks. Who gave us a lovely patron message that said that we rock. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. We like we love to hear that we rock, uh, especially from such a famous animated show as S. Park. <laughs> S. Park. Yeah. The famous animated show. You know, you've show. got Carmen, you've got uh, uh, Kyle, our friend. Yeah, uh, okay. You've got uh, Little Dead Boy. And now and they're have... like, uh, I don't give a crap about the liberal establishment, mom. <laughs> Where is this going? South Park. Oh, you know, you know, yeah, I'm with you. I need now. you to I'm follow with... me. Yeah, I'm with you. you. I'm with... Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The liberal establishment. <laughs> anyway, S Park, thank you very much for listening. We thank you uh, for sponsoring this episode in which we are discussing the 21st episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean, which is, of course, the... Um, yeah, don't hesitate. Never hesitate. Hesitation is defeat. Hesitation is defeat. Oh, God. 173rd episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure as a whole, covering chapters uh, 679 through 684 of the manga. Now, can you imagine drawing 684 chapters of one thing? That's more episodes of, than we've done of podcasts. Yeah, I reckon I could. It just depends what I'm drawing, you know? Okay, I feel like you're not engaging with the spirit of that question. No, no. But so like, much as you are the literal meaning of it. Well, I mean, if you think about it, Araki has made an anthology series, right? So he's not really drawing the same person over and over. He can just pick. And anytime he's like, you know what? This one, it's just going to be about, like, some dude in, like, France, and his whole problem is that he can't get a, 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 I don't know, like a car, and then he's like, how do I get the car? Stand battle. Yep, that's coming soon. Uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 10, uh, L'Automobile Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the end villain gonna be? Uh, oh, God. Second-hand car dealership. Yeah, it's, it was a yeah. thought. Um, or, like, like a, a wrecking yard. Ooh, he's like, yeah, that car's well It's going to be that sequence from Heavy Rain where you go to the uh, the wrecking guard yeah. and fight a guy. And then you need to take the pills, except it's like all the buttons pressed at once because they really wanted you to fail. Except in this, it's his stand is like, no, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. It's like, no, you have to do it. He's like, no, nah, I'm sentient now. I don't want to do it. Nick, shut up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Beaten you down so much. <laughs> Over the years. Learned helplessness. Hey, hang on, that's bad. <laughs> now, Nick, uh, I want to share with you some words of wisdom from our friend Hirohiko Araki. I will submit. Uh, from the 10th volume of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 6, Stone Ocean. Mm-hmm. Now, you might remember previously in the 9th volume, he was ruminating on how to draw a manga without tiring yourself out. Oh, with his weird hand, uh, the, the way that he holds his pen or something? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he concluded uh, on the statement, uh, the problem is he's only trained his particular arm muscles, which isn't good. Mm. And he continues now. The first thought to cross my mind is that I must work out the left arm. But it's not easy for a mangaka who, by only drawing... Sorry, by drawing only works his right arm out for hours. Mm-hmm. You won't believe it, but becoming left-handed for my everyday life is the only solution I've found. And here I am, lifting my towel, my umbrella, my toothbrush, my coffee mug, my TV remote, and my chopsticks with my left hand. I hope that I'll correctly train the muscles of my left arm. But there's, an- there's another way not to suffer f- fatigue too much. To be continued. Oh, god damn it! Araki, don't just... 
Give me the secrets of so your life. So he's literally like uh, Inigo Montoya-ing himself with manga. <laughs> ah, you don't realise that I am not left-handed, so I can draw this in within the time limit. What? I will meet my deadlines. But like, okay, just just from a purely like, th this isn't as dumb as it feels now. I've, I've, I've gone too far he's into thinking He's saving his right arm for manga exactly. and doing his left arm with everything else. So like, your your right arm is perfectly crafted for manga and nothing else. Yeah. It's like if you ever get like a sore finger on your left hand, you're like, oh, this would be way easier than the right hand. You go to pick up a kettle, snap. Right arm's because gone. Because it wasn't manga. Exactly. The right arm says back to you, no. I'm only for manga. You forgot, didn't... It's a Chunji Ito fucking yeah. nightmare where your right arm is like, hey, no, I'm only for manga. And you go, my right arm, it can talk. It's only for manga. And then, like, obviously your like little sister is, like, drowning in a car accident and you can save her, but you can only reach her with yeah, her, your right, right arm. arm. Yep. And your arm is like, no, I'm only for manga. And it's like, just grab it. And it's there, slowly. Or alternatively, you're reaching out, like, take my arm, take my arm. And she's like, no. Your arm is only for manga. Is this a, um, a, the guy who's under the pillar kind of deal? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, quick, grab my hand. No, live on with the manga. But you'll drown. That's... It's worth it's it worth for it. manga. Three years later, his body's still in that pool. And so is his right arm. But the manga goes on. Because the arm? That's it's only for manga. The arm is timeless. They just put... <laughs> as timeless as the very manga it creates. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I was going to say, they just put the, like, the tablet pad in the water and it floats over. I feel the like water. that was a good segue, Nick. No, it's just, it's just the mental image in my head needs to be put down somewhere. Okay. <laughs> it's just... It's just... It's just the right arms just stationary now I'm going to need you to uh, speak a bit more clearly for the podcast that we're recording. <laughs> it's just the, the little the piece of paper's moving across the water and everyone's watching as the right arm is just magically moving and making a perfect sheet of manga every day. And they're like... I don't know how he does it. He trained up that right arm so well, even in death. Bury me with my manga arm. But they couldn't. The manga was too good. Shonen Jump wouldn't allow it. Oh man, someone needs to make that. Anyway, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Jojo's is a manga. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Part 6. Stone Ocean. Stone Ocean Episode... Down. Shut up. <laughs> Awaken. Wait, was that the name of, uh, yeah. of the entire episode? Yeah. You know, in context, there could have been a better name for the episode. Oh yeah, what would you call it? If you're so smart. Uh, I would have called it Baby Run... Foo Fighters call Destiny. It baby Stand. Ba baby Stand, Foo Fighters getting it. We open with Foo Fighters ruminating on the nature of their existence. <laughs> and they're like, if I have water, I've got sustenance. But that's not what makes me truly alive. Mm. You mm -hmm. see, back when I was uh, Enrico Pucci's guard dog, mm -hmm. I was. Alive, but I never really formed any memories because I just followed the orders and did my duty. I did my day job and that was it. But I was inspired by Jolene. And ever since then, I've been living and ga gaining memories. The weird graffiti on prison phones. The lint-covered blankets on the smell and the smell... Sorry, 
on the bed and the smell of garbage. The sounds of doors opening and closing and the toilet flushing even. The fun times we had together. And then we see them all having fun times in Emporio's secret music room that we've never actually seen them have. Mm. But they all seem to be gathered around uh, Foo Fighters' foot that she's holding up and laughing at it. Hermes, in particular, has an extremely wide smile. As does Jolene. Jolene looks like something from a fucking Asterix comic. And Weather Report and Anasui are looming in the background, but their faces are unseen. So we don't know if they're enjoying the foot or not. Anasui, (laughs) I assume, is just there being like, Oh, that Jolene. I love her because she laughs. And the weather report's just there being like, I can't laugh, that's too much. I just, I, I would have appreciated some more of these little vignettes prior to now when she's looking back on all the good times. But why? Like we had when they were doing opposites. Oh, uh, yeah, But not yeah, yeah. really anything other than that. Yeah. But, you know, you can never have too many vignettes in a show unless... That's you, what I'm saying. We haven't had have enough. more than one. <laughs> I, I, I'm... Her, her biggest fear is not dying... Oh. It's losing those memories that make her her person. Oh, so if she died that is, and lost That is them, also then. my biggest fear of cognitive decline. Oh, God. <laughs> Not physical decline like Foo Fighters isn't afraid of? Exactly. My God. Because, Nick, really aren't we all just sentient colonies of plankton swimming around this bloodstream of a corpse we found? Ah. Uh... Nick is looking at his arm pensively. I'm going to have to disagree with you on this <laughs> point. <laughs> Jolene's memories power her up in moments of strife. It's true. Memories give humans power to keep going at a cellular level, she also says. Also true, also true. This is an understanding that I, Foo Fighters, lacked before meeting Jolene. Mm, indeed, indeed. And now we're back in the present as Foo Fighters is staring down Father Pucci with a uh, iron, bar, iron gate between them. Still holding her finger gun and in a very strange pose. Yeah, that's what it means to be an intelligent being. Ah. <sighs> And Pucci is like, what are you going to do? Are you going to kill me or D&G? She hesitates just for a moment. Hesitates for a mere moment before going to shoot D&G, who is not saying or doing anything, but is conscious. And they're like, do I I walk away? I'm hearing a lot of talk about killing me, (laughs) D&G. They don't care for that. Imagine if, like, you are at a restaurant somewhere and, like, the people on the table... Hang on, hang on. I'm imagining being at a restaurant. Okay, imagine the felt line... No, hang on, I'm still going. Okay. Hmm. Yes. Who's there? I feel the linen tablecloth underneath my hands. What do you smell? Pasta. It's an Italian restaurant. Of course it is. Of course you would imagine an Italian restaurant. Now, think to yourself. What are the people on the table next to you saying about killing you? They're saying how much they really don't want to do it because they like me a lot. You're in the wrong restaurant. (laughs) Go back. We have to go deeper. (laughs) Listen, is there another restaurant that you're thinking about inside this restaurant? Oh, you mean like in the McDonald's playpen? Yes. I'm like, I'm in there, you have to be a child. <laughs> Liam, Liam, stay with it, stay with it, trust in the process, okay? <laughs> oh, I remember listening to this podcast a while ago where they were they were reading transcripts of um, US uh, military experiments into psychic powers. Into psychic powers? Yeah. As in, like, them thinking really hard and then being like, I can move the thing. Or, like, seeing visions of things for intelligence-gathering purposes. What year was this? Oh, it would have been in, like, the 70s or something. You know, when they were doing all this crazy, stupid bullshit. Yeah, Yeah. okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, like, so in this particular transcript, they was like, visualise Mars one million years ago and tell me what you see. (laughs) I I see a race of giants. They're peaceful, but sad. 
Ah, yes, very good. Crosses out eligibility. <laughs> yeah. That's just a thing they did for uh, like 20 years. But like, is that one of the questions they actually asked? Yeah, some, that's why some... I'm telling you there was a transcript of it. But what would they hope to gain from asking about Mars a million years ago? Hey, if you don't know what's there, you don't know what's there, right? <laughs> <laughs> but just like, imagine if I asked Hey, someone... if you've got a psychic that can see through time, nothing wrong with asking what Mars was like a million years ago. What possible thing could that help you, you with? Prove now? there was life on Mars. Well, prove. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just like, is there life right now? But no. I think you know you've got to buy into the conceit that you believe this is worthwhile. Otherwise, why are you doing it? Yeah, I guess so. I guess. Do you think that if I asked you something that you would definitely know nothing about, there like enough times, you'd be able to answer one thing correctly? Like if I what? Was, <laughs> like if I was asking you, what color is your neighbor's shirt three days ago? White. Hmm. Now see, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but on some level, it could be. Yes. I'm writing that down. Now here's the problem. What possible use could I have for that information? Well, what if it wasn't my neighbour and the colour of my his shirt? What if it was, say, Fidel Castro and what he was writing down at that exact moment? Or Dio. Dio. 30 years spirit ago. Spirit photography. This is just spirit photography. <laughs> yeah. Useless. It all, it all comes back to Jojo. Oh dear. Anyway, Foo Fighters hesitates for a mere moment before going to air hold D&G's face. And as we know, hesitation is defeat. Hesitation is defeat. Sword Saint Ishan taught us that. God, I had a visceral reaction the first time you said hesitation is it's defeat. It's so cool. Oh my god. It's, it is cool, but at the same time, it brings back all the memories. You gotta play Sekiro again sometime soon. But not right now, because I am finishing off Yakuza Like a Dragon. Ooh, is it good? It is good. Good. Karaoke? Dragon Cart? Escaping Animals? Um, Ichiban Holdings Consortium Management minigame? <laughs> is it? Is this the one with the gorilla? No. It's... Uh, it's the consortium management mini game. No, 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 but don't you hire a gorilla to help manage things? No. Oh. I unlocked a chimp the other night. A chimp. That's an entirely different animal. Yeah, 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 okay. And right. I've also long since finished the mini game. Oh. Oh, okay. That's a shame. But it's cool. It's like a JRPG, but it's modern times. And like the equivalent of, you know, how in like a Dragon Quest game you'll start doing little jobs around your like isolated village at first. Mm-hmm. The equivalent of that is like living in and getting involved in the needs of this homeless camp. Because you're currently homeless? Yeah. yeah. Because you got shot and dumped in a river. Mm. As one who is homeless is to do. Get shot and get dumped in a river. No. Oh. <laughs> Are you saying that there's other reasons? There's more going on. What? Are you saying that the system has more family? It's also just nice playing a JRPG where you aren't like sexy teens, you know? Mm. Yeah, you're Everyone's right. Everyone is an adult with full bodily autom- autonomy and they're mostly middle-aged. Yeah, and they all have jobs. No, crucially, they don't. Or like you, you give them jobs that are just like, yeah. A, a, a significant a plot, pot, significant inciting incident of the, um, the plot is you being like, okay, we're, we're homeless, we have no money. Mm. Let's go down to Japanese Centrelink and see if they can get us a job. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then they are like, oh, you're a plumber now. Yeah, and then you can use that to switch your combat jobs. Yeah. It's such a weird... I mean, I love it, but it's so weird. It's such a weird system. Right now, I've got uh, Ichiban Kasuga, or Kasuga Ichiban. I always forget which mm. way that goes. Yeah. Because... You know, you look it up and it's written one way for English and another way for the original Japanese version. And you just kind of go, yeah. I've got him set to hero. 
Mm -hmm. uh, which uh, is his default job, or his second default job, which wields a baseball bat that he found stuck in some wet cement and withdrew like a a Excalibur. (laughs) Okay, all right. Uh, I've got Nanba as his default home... No, no, sorry. Uh, I've got him as the host job. Yep. Because I want to unlock some ice magic attacks. So when you say host, do you mean like in a in a restaurant? Like a host like club. A... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he has like, he's got a fire aspected attack where he throws a rose at them. But I want to get his cross class ice bucket move. So that okay. I can put him back to, well, first, first I'll put him to fortune teller to eventually unlock a lightning based ability on that. Uh-huh. And then I'll put him back to his default homeless guy job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got the full trifecta of fire, ice, and electric- electricity magic on him. Mm. Which, of course, as a homeless wizard, is the perfect kind of unifying... Well, it's full, uh, full elemental coverage, Nick. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. hit all the weaknesses. <laughs> if you come across some weird flash mob guy in the street, you're going to be ready. Uh, I've got... Um, I'm almost done with Adachi at his default detective job. Yep. I want to unlock one more cross-class ability on that before I switch him to Enforcer, which is like a riot cop that wields Mm. a um, riot shield and baton. Yep. Like a sort of like armoured knight equivalent. Okay. He's got a lot of good defensive abilities. I like the idea that you've gone to Centrelink to say, this is my job now. They give you all the gear to take home with you. And then you never show up for the job. <laughs> and you're just running around. Get, getting into straight fights. Exactly. This fucking game. White Snake strikes Foo Fighters in the back of the head and starts to withdraw the discs from her head. And Poochie is like, I bestowed your stand and intellect upon you and I can take it away. Oh my god. Oh no, the very thing she feared. Her memory's gone. Her intellectual descent. Pressing. When I think about Jolene, I feel courage swelling up inside me. That's what memories do. So she says, this is my intellect, and shoots herself in the head. Imagine being that guy. Or more accurately, I suppose, shoots Foo Fighters, sorry, shoots White Snake in the hand via shooting themselves in the head. Yeah, thus spraying blood everywhere. And that blood is full of plankton, which sprays all over D&G and enters his facial orifices and then explodes him from the inside out. So now he's dead. He's dead. Like, well dead. He is well dead. But Foo Fighters has been deprived of the de- protective shell of Etro's body. <gasps> oh my god. But how- what? But no. Uh, meanwhile, on the fan boat, uh, Yo-Yo Ma dies. Oh. The world just... is deprived of a great cellist. <laughs> Yo-Yo Ma is just... Uh, and uh, Anasui and Jolene are like, there's the baby. Look, it's over there under that little husk of, of wood. Uh, and they're watching it as hands come out. Yep. And they're like, easy. Does that mean it's born? One of them says. Jolene still can't talk at this point. Mm. Um, and she's like slowly threading her tongue back together. Mm-hmm. But she's not there yet. And then the hands sort of come out a bit more. What, why were the prisoners mutated to make this thing? Hmm. Mm. And, and then, then the boat hits a rock and it falls off into the water. And they're like, oh. And I thought to myself, oh, done. Meanwhile, Poochie is yelling at his own stand. Being like, you can't let Foo Fighters escape. And White Snake is like, I know, Dad. I'm you. Jesus. Read the memory inside the disc. Tell me the whereabouts of the spawn of Dio's bone. Foo Fighters takes shape in the driving cabin of uh, the prison van because it, it slipped. An amorphous mass of plankton mm-hmm. slid through the barred window. And I like the re- the revised Foo Fighters design mm. we see now, now that they have a sense of self. Yeah, and it's like, it's no longer the weird machine cell Well, it's cell still thing. like the black robotic texture, but, uh, but the face is mm. Atro's face. 
It's like they've gained memories and identity. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. I like it. And they're like, I have to tell her that uh, Poochie is the villain of the piece. But then Whitesnake phases through the front of the truck cabin and they start... I, I heard about this thing recently called uh, Car Jutsu. Car Jutsu. It's like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. But in a car. Okay. As in like when you're fighting in a car. Yeah. Like not with a car, but like you're inside a car. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I've got a seat here. There's a guy behind me. How do I kill him? Yeah. Wow. It's like a competitive fighting thing. It's a competitive fighting thing? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Um, How do I get in? I, I, I've heard about two variations. I haven't watched any of this myself. I just heard someone talking about it the other night. Okay. Um, there's either variations where um, you can win by tapping out or by kicking someone out of the car. Um, or variations where... Um, what was it? So there's one where getting out of the car makes you win and one where getting out of the car makes you lose. Hmm. Okay. So like you have to escape or you have to kill. Basically. Depending on the rules variant, or you can get them to tap out. The president is sitting in the seat next and, like, to you. And like, obviously cars are not very roomy situations. Mm, so, yeah. you know, you can use the seatbelt or you can like jam them in between the two front seats. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's amazing. Is there a, um, uh, one of them for like just getting on the car roof? I mean, you just have a fist fight. Yeah. And oh no, the handbrake has come off. And they're on a moving vehicle. Apparently Americans don't put their handbrakes on unless they have to. This is something I heard, re- I was reading on Twitter recently. Uh-huh. A lot of Americans being like, why would I put my handbrake on if the car's on a flat surface? But like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Like it's there so it it stops the wheels moving. <laughs> like it's less strain on the... What? 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 Uh, okay, is this like a common thing in America or is this just... I mean, a lot of people on this Twitter thread had strong opinions on it. But that's also something that would self-select for people who have strong opinions that's on it, true. right? I mean, given the slow decline of Twitter, or rapid decline, right? That's not really relevant to this. Yeah, but I mean, you know, maybe it is, I don't know. Maybe the people that are still tweeting are like, I get Yeah, the it. only people on Twitter who are left are people who refuse to put their handbrakes on. Because <laughs> they love going downhill uncontrollably. Exactly. It's like, why would I put my handbrake on a flat surface? It's like, Do you think Twitter is a flat surface? Do you think it's not a downhill? Like... Well, we'll just fucking find out with time, won't we? No handbrake here, buddy. <laughs> Nick is making handbrake button motions with this, his hands. This is what I think an average Twitter user is like. Oh, He's okay. Like, He's typing <laughs> on a phone. <laughs> like a goblin laugh. Is that you whenever you post anything on uh, your Twitter? You go, <laughs> that'll make them laugh, the bastards. I haven't really been doing a lot of tweeting lately. That's good. That's, that's a good sign. <laughs> this is, you know, a positive mental effect. So Whitesnake and Foo Fighters are doing some car jitsu. And they're all like, I'm a getcha. And Whitesnake is like, are you trying to reach the faucet at the entrance? Well, I'm going to fuck you up first. Uh, and like, so Whitesnake will use its enhanced physical power to like grapple uh, Foo Fighters as Foo Fighters repeatedly tries to unload repeated bullets of plankton into its head. And alas, it can't quite get away. Not yet. But uh, Whitesnake rips off Foo Fighters' arm and hucks it away, not realising that that arm is also a sentient colony of plankton. Which just turns around and goes pow 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 pow, shooting White Snake such that it must let go of yeah. the rest of Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters manages to um, escape the Kajitsu Arena, <laughs> thereby either winning or losing, depending on the rule set. Well, we'll find out soon. But it's only their torso, their upper torso, just laying on the floor. Uh, Father Pucci's all like, you know, you can't get away. 
Why don't you tell me about the thing that was created in the Punishment Ward? We'll just have a nice chat yeah. here, huh? You see, I could just read your memory disc and learn all about it, but I want to know your opinions. Was it beautiful? Because apparently he can't read soft things like opinions well, or... He, well, you, we've seen how the disc memory works. You just see the visual representation of what they saw. Yeah. He's not going to get Foo Fighters value judgments about the thing. Exactly. exactly. Unless in the memory, Foo Fighters goes... That's hideous. And then it's like, you said that's hideous. Why did you say that? Is that you trying to say it's beautiful? Are you trying to fool me knowing that I could read your mind? Mm, that, that would be a good twist. Mm, it would be a good twist. If it was about something more consequential. And it wasn't in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. It's the equivalent of like angling your body cam away. <laughs> did you say that thing to make me think that you would say that thing? So you didn't say that thing, but then you did anyway? I think that Jolene and Sui are just going to kill the baby, so you're shit out of luck. Oh, shit. Well, I guess I'm just going to kill you then. Well, what happens is... Um... So if I remember right, Whitesnake gets out of the van. Yeah. Father Poochie's all like, I made you, I can kill you again. Well, he's still asking questions. He's like, uh, what was it shaped like? Did it grow faster than you suspected? And then Foo Fighter starts talking and is like, I thought it was going to drown in water. And then what else was there? Hmm... Let's see. And Foo Fighter, uh, Poochie is immediately like, wait a minute, it's stalling for time. Look, Look it's, legs, it's legs over there are running away with the disc. And just a pair of legs with a disc inside that yeah. are like, away I go. And as Foo Fighter's head crumbles away, it says, my soul isn't in my head. It's in my legs. <laughs> my, <laughs> my intellect doesn't exist here. It exists in my left foot. I can go tell Jolene everything. And Foo Fighters extends a pseudopod from its hips mm -hmm. and, um... And, uh, basks in the glorious water pouring from the faucet. But then, betrayal, as Poochie takes another disc out of his sleeve. This guy's got so many discs. He always has discs on him, you know? <laughs> it's like the 90s. You always had to be carrying at least five yeah, discs. Yeah, you got your CD wallet. Oh, yeah. Which I definitely had. And man, it was a time. Hmm... And he inserts the disc into the remnants of the Foo Fighters' top half, and it contains a stand that boils water. Yeah. Basically. So as soon as the water touches Foo Fighters' body, this new ability boils it beyond the t a temperature that uh, any living thing can live at 32 degrees Celsius. So, so we know that the water is at least 32 degrees Celsius. How high beyond that? We're is that sure. true? Can no aquatic organism on Earth? dwell in water hotter than 32 degrees celsius what about like extremophiles what do you mean oh like those um like those volcanic those vo volcanic vent like mollusks and things well that's not water that's just a volcanic vent right i think the water underneath would still be relatively cool why because it would evaporate and then you would either still have water there or the water wouldn't be that hot right and then in the hot what about pool, convection though nick what about convection leah no, I reckon it Convection would... Convection does not imply causation. <laughs> I reckon it, it would have to be true because, like... It would have to be true. All those creatures don't live in hot springs because they're notoriously pretty clean. Right? I'm not talking about hot springs. But, like, they're, they're hot, so nothing would live in them. So if you had, like, a volcanic area where the water was hotter than 32 degrees, nothing could live in them, right? Because they'd just, they'd just be warm and, like, real hot. Maybe? I don't even know what you're trying to say. Well, like, you've got, like, the the bugs that can live in freezing water, but I don't know about super hot water because they just boil. Microbes that thrive in some of the most extreme places on Earth have discovered another cosy place to live in. Inside homes across the United States. 
Extremify, it was like those found in hot springs and thermal vents are Damn also it. common in residential water heaters. Oh, so I was entirely wrong. But it's like microscopic life, it sounds like. Like plankton. Yeah, but not this kind of plankton. <laughs> not psychic plankton. There's only two kinds of plankton that I like to hear about. Psychic plankton and no other plankton. And plankton from SpongeBob SquarePants. Ah, crabs. Eugene Krabs. I'll get you, Father Poochie. I'll get the recipe for those damn stands. Yeah, Foo Fighters is essentially scalded to death. Fuck. So we get the death steam. Yeah. In a very famous JoJo's sense. death steam. Yeah. More tangible than ever before. Yeah. As, uh, like, yeah, their face warps and melts. Their bulging form explodes until like all the black goo like like if you were boiling meat off a bone mm. like all the black goo just slowly dissipates around the disc that remains and we even see on a micro level like the last few pieces of plankton just d- crumble away. away yeah and the and disc it- clatters to the floor and that's the end of that scene for this episode fuck <laughs> brutal Foo Fighters is gone then, meanwhile after the ad break they're on the fan boat and Anna Sui's like shit don't tell me the baby drowned <laughs> Look, problem solved. Problem solved. Jolene sews her tongue back together so she can talk for this stand battle. And she's like, oh, look, the baby's over there. It's crawling into the bushes. Oh, we can't let it get away. We better chase after it. It does also look about 10 centimetres away from the bushes. Yeah. It will never reach the bushes this episode. I don't know whether it's a plant or not, but I don't want it to go anywhere. So, naturally, Jolene begins running after it. And immediately, Anna Siri starts yelling, Stop, Jolene! Stop! Uh, And the baby throws back a pebble. Don't move. Look at the rock by your own foot. And it's a big rock. So big that maybe even Jonathan Joestar could lift it. Huh, that must be a pretty sizable rock. Yeah. And uh, Anasui's like, that rock. Turn around and look at me, Jolene. And he's like twice the size she is. She's like hobbit hobbit size. And he's stroking his chin being like, something Mm. is amiss here, Jolene. Something's not quite... I can't quite put my finger on it. No, no, no. He says, oh, like in big giant talk. Ah, Jolene, something's not right here. Guess that's how giants always sound like. She goes to chase after it again, and then he's like, stop, no, and just like grab her hand, pull her, and he falls towards it. So now she is like twice as big as him. And he's like, oh no, I hope Jolene doesn't step on me. (laughs) He's just like, Jolene, I know what needs to happen. (laughs) Jolene, I hope you don't put me in your mouth. And Jolene's like, honestly, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Um, so, honestly, he's like... Shrink her down. <laughs> Boom. We've done it. We've Sec- gotten every possible needle thread here. Second shrinking stand in, stand in Stone Ocean. Wait, what was the first? Uh, Gwess, remember? Oh, yeah. Wait, so is this going to be Gwess 2.0? No, it's, it won't be. Cause it's very <laughs> anyway, so, honestly, he's like, did you notice that when you get closer to the baby, you get smaller? And he walks towards it to demonstrate. And she says, it looks like you are the one who grew shorter to me. And he's like, Jolene, what the fuck is wrong with you? The baby stays the same size. We get smaller. Now, the thing is, if we get smaller when we get closer to it, we're in a real infinite limit situation. Is the baby small or is it just far away? So when we get closer... We no one's actually shrinking. They just don't understand perspective. And that when <laughs> when uh, the other person walks towards the baby, they, they appear to be getting smaller. So basically what's happening is that when they get 
halfway towards the yeah. baby. And the series starts sketching some maths yeah. in the dirt. So, so it's the classic, if you... What is it? Is this an, an asymptote? Yes. So it's like, if what is the... I remember high school maths. Yeah, it's like, do you ever reach somewhere if the distance to get to it halves, right? Because, yeah. you, because you always have to go... So your height, and therefore the distance you can travel, decreases in... Proportion to how far you are approaching the thing, exactly. so you'll so never like, reach it. Yeah, so you'll if you're always halfway, be halfway away from yeah, it. Yeah, if you're halfway away, you're half the size, double the distance. And then if you're a quarter towards it, you've already made up like three quarters of the distance. But now you have a quarter left. But, but now proportionally, you're size. proportionally, the remaining distance is still insurmountable. Exactly. So he's like, so then will we ever reach it? And the obvious answer is yes. If you went on for infinity, but you can't. Do they don't have that kind of time. But no one, no one's got time. For and that also, shit. isn't the answer still no? Liam, I don't want to have to explain infinite limits to you, but no, the answer is no. You can reach it if you go for. But infinite they'll keep time. getting smaller. Yeah, but after infinity, you'll reach the limit. But they'll still be smaller. Yeah. Why is there a limit? It's magic. Yeah, that's what infinity is. So literally, my lecturer described calculus as. Magic, because you're like, so this doesn't make any sense in reality. But by the magic of calculus and infinity, it does make sense in reality. You're like, what? And then the baby looks over its shoulder back at them. We get our first good look at its face. And it's fucked. What do you think of it, Nick? Um, I like it and I hate it. Describe it for the listener. It has big glowing red eye buds. With sort of like flower-like protrusions around yeah, the like eyes. Its and eyelashes uh, are like growths. They're not yeah. hair. Petals on the cheeks. It's got a real goblin vibe and like uh, yeah, leafy cheeks. Big, big goblin ears. Uh, um, it's got a leaf in the middle that's like a three-leaf clover uh, just between its eyes. Its nose is sharp. Its nose is normal. But sharp. <laughs> yeah, normal for a Jojo. Though. And its mouth is like a baby's mouth. But more menacing. Baby. It's all... Stand. It's all green and bluey. In order to get my father's memory back, I have to get the baby, Jolene says. We can figure this out. And she runs towards it and then Anasui's like... You fool! I love how focused she is. (laughs) I wish that she would look at me with that focus. I'm here because I'm drawn to the way she focuses on one thing. You know, Mm. if, if her eyes could focus on me like that. But she never will. And that's why I love her. The baby... Takes interest in a bottle briefly. It seems inconsequential now, but is essential later. Yeah, touches the bottle. The bottle's, like, pretty small. Uh, But then Jolene's like, okay, my thread... She tries stretching her thread out after it, but that also falls prey to the same principle. Because she needs infinite time. (laughs) She can't travel for infinity, and thus it'll never reach. So she tries jumping from on top of a leaf because she figures gravity will get her the rest of the way? Hey, guess what? It would. If she could travel for infinity. Okay. <laughs> and if also if a stand didn't show up to fight her. Yeah, also that little... Pro- in, all maths problems are dumb because you forget that the stand, if a stand fight shows you, up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not accounting for all externalities. Exactly. The ultimate math theorem, the stand shows up theorem says, if you ever run into infinity, just remember that a stand shows up halfway through and fixes that for you. So this stand, it looks like uh, one of the... Twilight enemies from uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, but with oh. two jet engines on either side of its face. Oh, yeah, I can see that, yeah. With a big flat faceplate, monster-like posture. It's, like, weirdly bird-like in a way. Like, it's mask. It's got a little beak kind of thing. Yeah. And like, a shock of orange hair. Four weird mechanical eyes. Goggles. And it's chewing, or, or, like, a baby sucking on her string. Hmm. 
And it's got wild red hair streaking back. Nick, the name of this stand... I swear, if it's dive up, down... <laughs> dive up, down, left, right... <laughs> ...is green. Green grass of home. Huh. Is that a Fleetwood Mac song? A Fallout Boy song? <laughs> no, it's a song uh, originally by Porter Wagoner, but famously covered by Tom Jones. Ah. Now, I know Tom Jones. Not personally. He's Welsh. But... Yeah, but I don't know anything about him. No, well, I don't know anything about Porter Wagner. Porter Wagner? No, Wagner. Wait, so Porter Wagner. W-A-G-O-N-E-R. Oh. Lyrics per Wikipedia. Sam Porter Wagner. A man returns to his childhood home for what seems to be his first visit there since leaving in his youth. Mm-hmm. When he steps down from the train, imagine if this was just the lyrics verbatim. I literally was like, these are weird lyrics. <laughs> when he steps down from the train, his parents are there to greet him, and his beloved, Mary, comes running to join them. Mm-hmm. They meet him with, quote, arms reaching, smiling sweetly. With Mary, the man strolls at ease among the monuments of his childhood, including the old oak, sh- oak tree that I used to play on, feeling that it's good to touch the green, green grass of home. Abruptly, the man switches from song to speech as he awakens and sees four grey walls surrounding him and remembers that he is in prison. (gasps) Just like Jojo. Jojo. (laughs) Bizarre adventure. Yep. As he resumes singing, we learn the man is waking on the day of his scheduled execution. Ah. He sees a guard and a sad old padre, like Father Pucci, for instance, who will walk with him to his execution at daybreak, and then he will return home in the shade of that old oak tree as they lay beneath the green, green grass of home. Mm. Mm. Wise. Seems need or, or excessively tied into the locations and figures of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. So, just judging off how closely that feeds into this whole part, I suspect that we're going to see this baby a few more times. Oh, Nick. If only you knew what would happen. Don't. Mm. The Jojo Valley commentary for Green Green Grass of Home. Which is the stand, not the baby. That's right. Yep. The baby is simply referred to as the green baby. The green baby. Its host was designed to be a demonic baby. Wait, wait. No, no. I'm faking you out. Okay, good. (laughs) I was just like, surely, surely there's more. Its host was designed to be a demonic baby. The idea for its ability came from the physical paradox of infinity. Mm. I think the design came from a tribal thing, like the fool. The fool? You remember Iggy's stand, the fool? Uh, It's like a sort of tribal car skeleton robot that could control sand. Very vaguely, yeah. Very vaguely. It's been a while. It has been a while. Go back and watch it sometime. I won't stop you. Alright. But I also won't enable you. Oh, come on. There's a little bit of trivia about the green baby on the JoJo wiki. Once again, voicing my disgust at the fandom-hosted JoJo wiki's lack of detail, (laughs) which I refuse to contribute to, I will just complain about. Okay. Um, Does it have a favourite colour? It has a favourite food. That's not a colour, though. Uh, It describes its race as homunculus. Because it's an artificial being created from the bones of... Uh, an old dead vampire? Technically a bone from Jonathan Joestar, as we've discussed. Yeah, but, like, he was yeah. all vampire at that mm-hmm. point, I guess. His favourite food... Uh, favourite foods, I should say, are okay. human hair and dirt. You know what? I don't want to judge. You know what? Let him, let him learn. You the know? citation is from chapter 95... 
And let's see if that's actually... If that's real? If that's warranted, or if it just interacts with dirt or food. <laughs> and human hair. Inconclusive. Hmm. I trust it, because I trust the fandom wiki. <laughs> it may not be detailed, but what it does have there is accurate. The baby stand attacks Jolene in the air. And she's falling forever. She tries to web it, but the web itself shrinks. <gasps> because she's shrinking. Troubling. The stand grows. She tries to punch it, but it crushes her leg. And like, when we well, see it... Well, I guess it, it like shrinks the bottom half of her leg. Well, when we see it, it does look like it's now flopping. Yeah. Like, I thought it just straight up destroyed it. It's trying to reduce me to nothing. Oh, no. And then Anna Sui saves her. By like... Diver downing. Yeah, basically kicking yeah. them out. And they land on what I'm sure is like, you know, like a 10 centimetre step in the ground, but appears to be a huge cliff. Um, and I think the baby hucks a little pebble their way. Um, well, hang on, they, they spend some time... Uh, Philosophising? Yeah. <laughs> so you understand the idea of infinity, right? I don't know why a baby with such a powerful stand was born, but I know he will be an enemy someday. <laughs> Jolene, this baby is your enemy. And Jolene's like, baby, stand. <laughs> no, Jolene, but please <laughs> interpret what I'm saying. So the baby is playing with Jolene's shoe and the stand hucks a rock at them, which turns into a huge boulder as it comes back down. Yeah. Uh, and I think Anasui is like, hey, we need to No get time the to fuck think the here. thing's chasing us. Yeah. And it's basically like a giant now. Yeah. And I have no idea how this happens, but they run and it throws another rock and in the huge cloud of dust that ensues, they run inside the now giant glass bottle. Mm -hmm. The stand follows them in there and now it's trapped in there. And Anasui explains, hey, you remember when that baby touched that glass bottle? It was curious. How after it touched the bottle, the bottle stayed the same size. And now we're inside that bottle, mm. which means the stand can't get out. So if How I have got in, I don't know. Yeah. If I have Diver down, move the opening of the bottle around to our side, uh -huh. then we can get out. Don't think about it too hard. It's JoJo's baby. <laughs> so it starts moving around. They get and chased. The baby is also moving like it's trapped in the bottle. <gasps> it's trapped. It's doing mime. <laughs> right? I guess. Yeah. It's miming the famous glass box mime. Yes. It's doing uh it's who's the really famous mime, the French one? Tom Walker. Yeah, it's doing a Tom Walker who famously went to French Clown College. Yes. Um, and streams regularly on French Twitch. Sure. Twitch. Um, <laughs> ah, le Twitch. 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 Ah, bonjour, welcome. Today we are playing a game. I will restart it every time I die. They think they've won by trapping the stand in the bottle. Mm -hmm. But then the baby kicks the bottle at them and it rolls and crushes Anasui's legs. And Jolene's like, oh no, how are we going to get I'll out I'll have to this... break the bottle. How can we get away from this inescapable situation? And she's using her stand to smash the bottle. Uh, and Anna Sui's like, don't smash the bottle, the stand will get out, then we're fucked. And she's going to do it, she's going to keep doing it. And then the baby reaches out, because it spotted her birthmark. Mm -hmm. Reaches out and touches it, and then they're big again. Hooray! Oh, oh what a deus ex machina. And like, after kind a brief of. pause, the baby is suddenly on her shoulders, and it's like pouring at her birthmark. And it's a really weird, like, I just want to claw it out of her <laughs> skin. Or just like, yeah. Yeah. And Anasui's like, well, looks like we got out of that one. Jolene, it likes you. And Jolene's like, I can't be a mother. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not too imprisoned. <laughs> They'll take my baby away. And who will care for little Emporio if I have to look after this guy? And Anasui's like, well, it's not going to be fucking me. <laughs> the only person I care about is you, Jolene. Yeah, I love the way you stare at things. 
And she's staring at this baby being like, what the fuck is your problem? It likes her? No, that's not it. I have no doubt about it. He will turn against us. I can only sense endless darkness from this baby's ability. Mm. Yes, we may need this baby to retrieve your father's disc from, from Whitesnake. But I must kill it while I can. To be continued. What a fucking weird episode. Anasui steadfastly resolves to kill a baby. <laughs> Look, we've seen worse on this show. Have we? I want to say yes. Somewhere along the line, something bad has happened. Undoubtedly. I mean, I don't know what it was, but something bad has happened. I just want to point out quickly before we get into our post-show segments. Um, someone got in touch on Twitter recently to highlight a bit of trivia we overlooked. Twitter? Good God. Or as the French would call it, Twe Twitter. Oh, ah, uh, yes. Twitter. My favourite French website. I'm honestly just trying to think of a, like, a French pun for Twitter. So D&G, who sadly died this episode, may he rest in peace. Rip in peace. God rest his soul. D and God rest his soul. Uh, Hand Spike got in touch to let us know. Fun fact that maybe you two would have talked about next episode anyway. And we did, but only because you said this. Yep, thank you very much. A self-fulfilling prophecy. <gasps> oh my god. The reason DNG is in jail, apart from being a dirty cop. Yep. Now I don't know if they mean a dirty cop or a corrupt cop. <laughs> <laughs> they just got in there, they're like, oh god, I'm just covered in this filth. What will I do? Go to jail? That's not the worst plan I've ever heard. Is that he believed Nostradamus's prediction about the 2000 apocalypse and went on a killing spree, quote, shooting several people he didn't like. Fun guy. Wasn't Nostradamus like an ancient philosopher? Or fortune or teller? Guy? Pro prognosticator? Who believed that he was the only real person alive or something? Mm, don't, or, no, I don't think that's the case. Or, or maybe he was like, no, I'm Nostradamus. I'm the most powerful being in the world because I create my own reality. Nostradamus put on the stone mask. <laughs> and then became Nostradios. Nosferatu. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Nosferatu? Yeah, I'm with Nosferatu. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Oh, you're with Nosferatu now? Hey, look, I understand. Look, I'm just saying, if I want to keep this podcast going, I need a, an immortal being to help me out. I thought I was that immortal being. Liam, you may be fit, but you're not a vampire. I'm not as fit as I used to be. Gotta work on that. That's age, baby. <sighs> so what are our highlights and lowlights for this episode? It's a hard one to pick highlights for, I'm not gonna lie. My highlight is self-actualized Foo Fighters redesign. Mmm, that's a good one. That is a good one. It's just a very nice, like, thematically and literally what we are being told right now. Yeah. E. It reflects the character growth through the, through the design. Yeah, which we had this episode. Yes. Um, I actually... You know what? It's a weird one, but I really liked how White Snake was just like, Oh, I'm giving you another stand. That's how you die? Yeah. Where it's like... It's a, the it's way that you live... Gras. Yeah, it's like the way you live is now the way that you are going to kill yourself. I'm like, damn. damn. That's... Weirdly smart. That's fucked up. That's like way smarter than JoJo's should be. <laughs> Lowlights. Uh, how the fuck did they get in the bottle? That's true. How the fuck did they get in the bottle? Like I saw that bottle and I was like, okay, sure. That's the bottle. They were Wait just suddenly in it. Yeah. They literally were like, bam, the boulder. Could have just had a line of dialogue where it was like, I used Diver Down to yeah. phase us through the bottle. Or... But we didn't. No. So who knows? Could be anything. My low light is the gross, like, line of stand spit dripping from green, green grass of home as it's chewing on Jolene's string. Ah, yes. And it's like, Bleh. Yeah. Mm. Hate it when babies suck things. 
Why do you hate it when babies suck things? Saliva is gross. Ah, I see, I see. You could never be a father with that attitude. <gasps> All of your Switch controllers would just become, like, mattled uh, saliva things. Mattled? Yeah, mattled. It's a word. <laughs> Don't Google it. I promise it's a word. Well, Nick, Foo Fighters has perished. Been, yeah. That's it, just gone. Steamed away by Father Poochie. Steamrolled, if you will. Father Poochie is on his way to retrieve the green baby <gasps> from Jolene, who has bonded with it from <gasps> over mutual birthmarks. Well, I don't know if bonded is the right word. It's certainly... Pacified this... it. Ooh, good pun. Not really. Well, it's been slapped by the baby a few times. And Asui is also there. Hermes' whereabouts are unknown <laughs> currently. Do you reckon Araki killed off Foo Fighters? He's like, oh, I'm spending too much time with Foo Fighters. I'm going to bring Hermes back. What will happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 6, Stone Ocean, uh -huh. in the episode entitled, Time for Heaven, New Moon, New Priest. What? Time for Heaven, New Moon, New Priest. Oh, shit. Are we getting into JoJo's Endgame season? No, we've bullshit? still got, like, 15 episodes or something. Yeah, but that name... Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So... Follow me. Okay, time for heaven. Every single end of season stand that we have had has had some bullshit to do with time. Even Jorno's stand has something to do with time because it just collapses time on the user and they're stuck in their forever nightmare bullshit thing, right? I know what you mean. So we've had every single end of season guy has time. We are attaining heaven. New moon, new priest makes me think that on the new moon... Like sort of new year, new me sort of thing. Exactly. Some weird thing about, oh, I've attained heaven by like becoming a new version of myself. Sure. But it's Self-actualization. Like, but it's like I've rewound or fast forwarded time in some way to do something weird, you know? Okay. Where like on the new moon, I can choose if like, it's, it's like um, Yoshikage Kira's thing where he's like, oh, I'm just going to like... Go backwards in time. Groundhog day, you. Yeah, but what if it's like he sees everything up to the next moon and then goes, nah, I don't like that. I'll pick this one instead or something what? like that. Like alternate realities? Yeah, something like that. But it's like a time-based, oh, I went ahead and I didn't like it, so I went back. Oh, kind of like um, King Crimson. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know if that's... Which, like, let's not open that can of worms, but you know, the little vision element of it. You know what I mean? Don't nitpick me. <laughs> don't come at Liam. You monsters! Patreon.com slash Jojo's World. Um, so, I don't know. Like, it feels like New Moon, New Priest is too... Unless he turns into a werewolf. <laughs> like, there's always that. There's been vampires. There has been vampires. So maybe attaining Time heaven... Time for werewolf. Yeah, attaining heaven is like... <laughs> the... <laughs> what if attaining heaven is like the weird world of darkness? Like, when the werewolves came, everything ended. We had an apocalypse. So now it's like, we attain heaven. The apocalypse is coming. And then part seven will just be like, the apocalypse happened. But the Joestar line continued. The Speedwagon Foundation rebuilt society. And it'll be like a completely different, weird, bizarre thing that goes down. I don't know. So what do you think is going to happen next episode? I don't think Poochie's going to get a hold of the baby. Okay. But maybe... Are they going to go back to their cells with it? Or Now the reason they came out here was to get the bone. So first they wanted to... Remember the um the prisoners in the punishment ward turned into trees. Yep. And and the baby was grown yeah. from the and bone. And then Yo Yo Ma ate the baby. 
So they were like, oh, let's take it somewhere and figure it out. Yeah, but now Yo-Yo Ma's dissolved. Yeah, so they had the baby. They have the baby. So... Jolene wants to get Jotaro's memory stand back. Memory disc back. Uh, But what... Okay, yes. But I thought the reason they went to the punch board was to get Dio's bone. Yeah, so that they could get to the priest. To get to the... Yes, okay. They didn't know it was the priest, just yeah, White they, Snake. They just know that with Dio's bone, they can find out who they need to go get. Or lure him out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so maybe, um, maybe they will take it back to the prison then. But then won't, won't they take the baby away? Like, won't they literally be like, yeah, you're a prisoner. You can't just have a baby in the cell with you amongst all the other prisoners. I wonder if they can see it, if it's a stand or not. Oh, well, couldn't the... Oh, no, the guards came in afterwards, so they couldn't see the baby in the plants. But could the guard... The guards could see the plants. Yes. So maybe they can and see the baby. Famously, the plants were not a stand. Yeah, so... Okay, so maybe other people can see the baby. Okay. I want to say. Will they just hide it? Yeah, maybe they'll just hide it. It'll be... Jolene will unspool, like, her torso and just chuck it in there. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. Um, or maybe they'll give it to... What's his face? Um, a baseball boy. Oh, yeah. And just let it live Keep in Keep it in the memory of the prison's... Exactly. Uh, uh, ...nursery. Yeah, something like that, where Anasu would be like, I will look after the child for you, Jolene, because I know that you would do the same for me. Jolene will be like, no, I wouldn't. It's like, you say that, but I know you mean yes. Um, okay, and what, what's going to happen with the baby? I don't know, because... Maybe... Maybe stand. The, the baby's grown pretty fucking fast. It was born and delivered within the day. Yes. Maybe it'll grow into a weird... Guy. Flower guy? That doesn't have any empathy? Because he's a flower? Yeah. It's like, um... What is it? Eternal Ring? Where at the end you fight a literal baby? I don't know what this is. It's like, uh... It's from, uh, FromSoft. There's a game where... At the end, you fight a baby that's floating around, but it's like the most powerful god ever made kind of thing. It's it's a whole thing. But maybe this little baby will grow up too fast and won't learn morals and like empathy and all that stuff. And so it'll become like a fully grown human. Oh, it's a metaphor for Jolene's own issues with her father. Ooh, maybe. But it'll be fucked up because um, it's a weird plant version of it. Yeah. Or... Maybe it'll, like, go over to, like, the Arboretum or whatever the hell's in, in a prison. The Rose Bride. The greenhouse place. And just be like, I'm now one with the plants here. And, like... Poison you know. Ivy style. Yeah, exactly. So, maybe they'll take it back and then... Oh, but if they take it back, people will just start becoming small around it. I literally have no fucking... Okay. Idea. Well, we'll find out next time on Time for Heaven. New Moon, New Priest. Hmm. In JoJo's World, Part 6, Stone Ocean. But until then, to, to be, be continued. continued.